Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody start making their way to their relevant realms. Oh, welcome down into the cool realm behind the mirror of sorrow. Uh, what's that in French, Robin? The sorrow de mir- miroir. Miroir de sorrow. <laughs> de ennui. I don't know. Le miroir d'ennui. Oui. And behind also the cellar door to mm. where Robin and I inhabit a realm within a realm. Yes. I don't know if uh, many of you knew that, but there is a realm within a realm within the realm. Uh, and that realm is the cellar of the moon underwater. And it's usually the sole domain of those most hallowed patrons who support the upkeep of the moon underwater with monthly donations. But what we've decided to do, Robin and I, is to provide a glimpse behind the cellar door. Mm. A sneak peek, a crack of light appears, and you gather thus to catch snippets of conversation and fun past. Um, Basically, uh, to give you a little tease of what it's like for those hallowed patrons with their access to the realm within the realm within the realm. Robin, thoughts? Well, you say realm within the realm within the realm. We're talking about a monthly podcast for Patreon subscribers. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, <laughs> you took the words right out of your own mouth. I did. I took them out of my. I took them out of your mouth. Popped them in your own. Put them into. We sort of word kissed. Um, <laughs> we did <laughs> yeah. a lexical slur snog. <laughs> so uh, we've done, I think, uh, seven episodes now of behind the cellar door. And there are a couple of clips uh, following this little intro to wet your whistle and perhaps lighten your wallet uh, <laughs> as you per- perchance 
will join uh, the patrons. Uh, just to give you a little delve into what you can get as a patron for uh, Moon Underwater, you can get an, uned- an unedited... No, actually, it is edited, but it's extended. Mm. An extended uh, edit of the podcast with no adverts. Everyone gets that. Everyone gets access to the Moon Underwater Social Club on uh, a Facebook. What's that in French, Robin? Un book de face. Livre de visage. The livre de visage. That's what they call it in France. That's what they call it. Also, higher tiers, which sort of sounds quite moving, the idea of higher tiers. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Higher tiers also get access to the monthly bonus podcast, as discussed, and a place in the patron's poem. Now, the patron's poem has until now been solely the domain behind the cellar door but uh, you'll be hearing it on the main podcast in the intro uh, and we're starting from the beginning so strap in for some pretty incredible rhyme work from my good self mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want your name to be shouted out mentioned and rhymed in the patron's poem then you need to access the highest level of support the legends underwater at eight pounds You also get 48-hour access to live tickets when we do live shows. We've just finished a run of um, five live shows, and uh, they really were superb, hilarious, raucous, messy, delightful. And moving. And very moving, actually, now you come to say it, Robin. I think what you can expect from behind the cellar door in the main is it's just John and I, John and me, chatting, tasting beers as well. Very important. We taste beers. So the conversation gets somewhat sloppy towards the end of some episodes. But we also recount famous pub crawls we've been on. Famous to us. <laughs> no, they're not like famous in the outside world. Pub crawls, pub discussions. And I think there may even be some uh, audio from a live pub crawl recording we did uh, in this little teaser segment. Uh, should also point out that the the uh, washing machine is currently on in the cellar, uh, so if that has picked up on the microphone, I do apologise. Is it the dishwasher go, going through some of those pints? No, the washing machine, because for washing all of our liniments and our tapestries. Yeah. And many, and there's actually a plane also going over the cellar at the minute. God, I, put, I hope you put the tapestries on at 30. Oh, tapestries, cold wash. Oh, Delicates, yeah. like, like with silk. It's all my silk unders and throws I put on with the tapestries. But your pants, 60. Pants, 60. Sheets, 60. Towels, 200. 200, yeah. Yeah, I actually just set fire to the towels. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, the washing machine here in the cellar is reaching a real crescendo of... uh, it's spin cycle. What's your spin cycle on that, John? You're on 900 spin cycle. 1,200, mate. 1,200? Because I don't have a tumble dryer, so you've got to get all of the... Well, the moon underwater doesn't have a tumble dryer, cause you, so you've got to get as much of the moisture out as pos uh, before hanging them in the moon underwater. God, yeah, yeah I don't think your washing machine's going to last if you're using 1,200 spin cycle, John, I've got to say. Well, it's lasted five years. Okay. Will it last five more? Well, I don't know. It was here when I moved into the moon underwater, <laughs> so... It's probably, you know, might have eight, seven, eight years total. Anyway, folks, that's a little bit of a (laughs) glimpse into the domestic insights you get behind the cellar door. So if you would like to contribute to the upkeep of the Moon Underwater, you can head over to moonunderpod.com 
and follow the links uh, to the Patreon page. And we do appreciate everyone's support. And we're also aware that not everyone is able in these challenging times uh, to contribute financially. You can just contribute with love, but also financially would be great. Um, If you've enjoyed the podcast, then just do do chuck, chuck a few coins our way. We are now going to allow you to journey with us from Lambeth Bridge down Black Prince Road through the reveals and the pints as <laughs> we take you on the Revealers of Lambeth pub crawl. On Lambeth Bridge I stood in wait and dreamed the day would leave me late that God might pause and bend his will to freeze the flowing river still for to the south there stand unfound a dozen hidden princes crowned no royal blood does flow within nor jewels nor gold nor seraphim but decked with leather keg and brass a bench the throne their subjects glass i turn in search of shifting street oh move the ground beneath my feet with not a hint of where or when those princes shall reveal thy sen. Hey folks, it's Johnny JR here, your landlord. Um, I'm still on Lambeth Bridge, which seems almost, when you're standing on it, like a sort of dividing realm line between the very modern buildings of Vauxhall and the palaces of Westminster, uh, Big Ben, Ministry of Information, um, the London Eye, which in fairness is is, is new as well. So the metaphor doesn't quite work, Um, but certainly uh, London, both old and new, that's the main point. I'm awaiting the arrival of none other than the lovely Robin because we will be embarking on the first pub crawl of the year. And it's, it's a classic. It's the Revealers of Lambeth, as immortalised in the poem, The Revealers of Lambeth, uh, written by one Sir Lord Laureate Johnny J. Robbins on the tube on the way here. Uh, always nice to begin first pub, pub crawl of the year with a little poem. So uh, let's wait for Robin to arrive. I tell you one thing about London that it's easy to forget is that it's a river city. And you don't see it until you seek it out. Not like Paris, where the river sort of dominates, but I guess in part thanks to the work of engineer Joseph Bazalgette, Lord Bazalgette, the the river is slightly thinner than it was, uh, which is why it doesn't freeze anymore, because he reduced the width uh, by creating the embankment, uh, which means the river flows faster so it doesn't freeze in winter. He also invented the sewer system. 
Oh, I must say, it's the first warm day of the year. It really has been very pleasant today, in spite of the fact I have something of a monumental hangover. But it's that sort of hangover that gives you, it feels like you've got a bit of a shield. Maybe actually you're, it gives you a bit of imperviosity, imperviousness to further pints, which you imagine sort of breaking over the the cliff of the hangover with beautiful sort of fresh intensity like the sea. And I don't know what I'm going to have first, but I just want it to be ice cold. Just spoke to Robin, a man who has known me for 25 years, uh, and in spite of that, he's running late. Um, I said to him, I said, Rob, it's, it's, it's your own pints you're wasting. Um, I didn't say that, but I should have said that. Uh, so he's on Westminster Bridge, where another, if you ask me, slightly less impressive poem uh, about standing on a bridge was written by William Wordsworth. So we're on parallel bridges, as if both of us are stepping across into the further realm, uh, i.e. sort of South Bank, I guess, no, a bit far from South Bank. Um, but I'm now walking towards the south of the river where lies the pubs within and the pub without. And uh, I'm going to meet Robin and then we're going to head to our first pub, the delicious pub. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I've got two 180 milliliter Pyrex tumblers, which I like drinking wine out of. I'm going to pour... I'm going to pour regular wait, Guinness. Wait, 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 wait. We need to have some kind of control here. How are you going to tell which is which after the blindfold? Well, I'm not going to blindfold myself. What I'm going to do is close my eyes and keep swapping them around until I've forgotten which which one's which. Yeah, but the, the fact, but how are you going to know which one's which? That's a very good question. I think you need to mark a glass and blindfold yourself. What if one glass is slightly fuller than the other, but I close my eyes? Are you drinking them, John? The level's going to go down. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, this is this is tricky though. Right. So let's see. First off, once I poured them, before I move them round and round until I forget, this is podcast gold. Right. The the, the Guinness regular has got a much more um, foamy head, like a very distinctively foamy head. They look pr- they look pretty similar to me. In the gloom of the cellar. Well, okay. Why don't <laughs> why don't I put a bit of cellar tape on the fridge? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to put some cellar tape on the bottom of the the actual Guinness. Nice. Okay, it's a tiny bit of cellar tape. Right now, what I'm going to do this might take some time. <laughs> right. <laughs> is to move them round until I've forgotten which one's which. Okay. Um, Empty your brain of thoughts. It's hard. You have to. We'll have to sing something. Um, when the Guinness goes round, no one knows but which I don't know one the words it is. To that. <laughs> oh right, I thought it was just improv. <laughs> Imagine if I'd immediately known <laughs> the words to the Guinness goes round. <laughs> but you, but you're you're rotating them a lot. You must have forgotten by now. Um, I think I pretty much have. For, yeah, I've I've no idea which one's which. Okay, okay. brilliant. Do a blind test. Do a, make sure it's still blind. Yeah, the eyes are closed. I can can confirm. He's had a sip. Hmm. It's got a slightly, sort of slightly soapier aftertaste. Wow! Really? You can't tell the difference. Really? Wow! Actually, this is like who was that guest? Who was that guest who said you, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between red and white wine blindfold? <laughs> I can't remember who said that now. Suze Kempner. Suze Kempner. Yeah. This is fascinating. Because it, on your first drink of the Guinness Zero Percent, you really thought it tasted different, but now, under laboratory conditions, also, I've not had a drink for a couple of days, so I would have thought the alcohol would just hit me like a beautiful, refreshing wave against a cliff. <laughs> That's not happened yet. I'm going to say this is this is based on the aftertaste, not based on the actual foretaste. Yeah. Quick go on that one. I just imagine you doing this long after the podcast has finished. Well, <laughs> well into the night. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, I'm going to say that that one is the Guinness. Okay. But I would say that's a that's a 90% a guess. And is the Guinness the one with the sellotape? The Guinness is the one with the sellotape. Okay, so have a look. Oh my God. Are you serious? 
I guessed wrong. the wrong one. <laughs> Fuck. Wow. That's extraordinary. That's amazing, actually. Because I was thinking, when I guessed it, I was thinking, oh, you, you kind of remember the taste because you've been drinking it already. Yeah. That's, that is extraordinary. January the 8th, 2015. That was a day that became the stuff of legend between Robin and I, uh, but also what might be familiar to listeners to the show I do with Ellis, because that was the first ever Oxford day. So we're going to leave you in the correct realm while we travel into the further realm, the mind's memory realm, and we are going to lose ourselves in a pub memory. Welcome, everyone, to our first ever pub memory. And it's Robin and I both in this memory together. Uh, we are through the... What's the thing in Harry Potter where he he takes out his memories and puts them in the bowl? Pensieve. The pensieve. So, I have my notes here because, as anyone who's got a decent pub crawl knows, you should, you should have notes. Um, I've also got our train tickets. <laughs> Can I just say that as well, that I thought I'd taken notes as well. So I spent about an hour today looking for my notebook. And then I realised that I hadn't taken notes. So I realised I just spent an hour looking for something that wasn't there. <laughs> which, in, which in many ways sums up what we're trying to do with this podcast. Yeah, and also with this pub crawl. Yeah, indeed. So Robin and I were at, at university, uh, the same college, and we overlapped by a year. So when Robin was in his final year, I was in my first year. And we'd been to school together before then, so we'd known each other a while. But I think it's safe to say that for us, unlike many of our fellow alumni, the, the, the city and the experience of university at Oxford sort of held us in, in quite a crippling way for many years afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it was hard to leave. Um, and I think that's what's interesting about this pub crawl, which was, you know, a good over a decade after we left, that... Uh, I went back so many times after I left uni <laughs> that I remember saying when we did this pub crawl in 2015 that Oxford kind of reminds me of the times I went back after. So I was kind of, it reminded me of being nostalgic. <laughs> and now, of course, in the year 2021, I'm nostalgic for the tw 2015. Yeah, for the pub crawl. For the pub crawl. So I'm looking, I'm, when w this pub memory is through a triple filter of nostalgia. <laughs> Yeah, and it it's sort of, we have a theory that, well, you have a theory that you're always nostalgic for what you were doing two years ago, even if that thing was being nostalgic for what you were doing two years before that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, that. I hope my girlfriend doesn't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, I think it was, um, yeah, there's an Onion story about that as well. Man's always nostalgic for, like, what was happening two years ago. So we, we arrived at uh, 2.48. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think it's interesting to talk, before we get to the pubs, about... Constant delayed gratification with you. It's just... <laughs> get on with it! Yeah, but there's... So a, a, a key difference between me and Rob on a pub crawl is he will, he will want to have train cans... Whereas I just think that is blasphemy to a pub crawl, to pre-can. Well, it depends on the time. I think two is, is way too early, yeah. 
I think the positioning of a meal is absolutely crucial to a big pub crawl. Yeah, with you on that. With you on that, yeah. And for me, the perfect pre-pub crawl meal is a regular Pizza Express pizza of your choice with a classic bruschetta. <laughs> yeah, I remember that Pizza Express. It was, it was. We were the only customers there. It was that kind of strange one near the castle. Yeah, well, there's this weird part of Oxford that's like a very, very old castle that's been converted into a Pizza Express and sort of like a business zone. <laughs> well, for, for such a, an amazing city, uh, the castle in Oxford is, is just a, a, brick, a couple of bricks on a hill, isn't it? Yeah, it's rubbish. It's rubbish. <laughs> but yeah, the Pizza... I, I remember that, Pizza Express. God, I, I'm almosting it. I can. I Did can you al- say I'm almosting it? Yeah, <laughs> that's such I, a great verb. <laughs> but yeah, I can almost remember what we were talking about. I could almost walk into that Pizza Express and continue the conversation. What would you say to yourself? Just uh, chill out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that's a big one for me as well. So uh, we arrive at the Star, uh, which is just off Cowley Road. My memory of this, though, is. Well, well, it was winter, wasn't it? It was January, because I remember getting there and it was dusk, gloaming style. And the thing you have to know about the star is it has no place being where it is. It's just in the middle of a terraced, a residential street of terraced houses, and one of them is a double-fronted pub. You ha- it has to be approached at dusk. Yes, absolutely approached at dusk. The star are followers, I think. Uh, they've got a good social media account, and, and their beer garden, because as we're recording this, beer gardens are open their beer garden is magnificent yeah it's superb and if so if you're in oxford just go to the star and never leave would be my advice (laughs) but i remember walking in and something panicked me rob go on i realized it was still winter so we were still going to have to deal with an awful lot of strong dark winter Ales, ah, which I don't like. Randy Rudolph's Malty Messenger or something like that. Yeah, that kind of thing. Christmas pudding, 6% porter. <laughs> yeah. off. Sort off. My notes say, empty. The Smiths playing Brackett's full album on the speakers sat next to the table from the photo ten years ago. Rob had a pint of Compass Isis Pale, 4.1%. John Fuller's Jack Frost, 4.5%. And there you have that hint of the wintry menu. However, I enjoyed the the Fuller's Jack Frost. Um, I've just written No Greater Bliss and a quote, which must have been something we said in conversation, the sadness of the lost joke. Yes, I remember that. I remember why I said that now, because I was in there as a student with my friend Mike. And as we were leaving... That Michael Jackson was playing. Mike Jackson was on the speakers. And Mike made a brilliant joke, whether it was about Michael Jackson, it was a pun on the name of the song. We, I can't remember, but the, the, like the bar staff laughed. Everyone laughed. That's in my memory. It kind of brought the house down as we were leaving. And neither myself nor Mike can remember what that joke was. But it's left an imprint of the reaction. Yeah, yeah. Like a nice trauma. yeah. so there you have it a glimpse behind the cellar door uh and that podcast is available every month to patrons of the uh, second and third tiers 
So please dry your tears, then subscribe to the tears at moonunderpod.com or patreon.com forward slash moonunderpod. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.